0: Hey, y'all, this is Angela the Blah Blah Blonde. Um, I'm not sure what I really want to talk about. I just feel like I need to talk. Um, there's so much going on, and yet it's the same thing sometimes. One of my friends, one of my really close friends, um, lost his mother today, and it's really got me feeling some type of way. But at the same time, I'm also working on you know, trying to get my peer support counseling stuff going and so that's a positive but i'm trying to get daniel back in detox and hopefully rehab and what's crazy is like whenever we go places like a grocery store or gas station or whatever because oftentimes he goes into the bathroom and that's where he's doing whatever he does and it takes him forever like forever Now, I get it. He has an opioid addiction, so using the bathroom is sometimes difficult. But, I mean, it's annoying as hell. So, whenever he goes into a store, anytime he goes into a store, like, the minute that he's cleared my sight, I'm already losing my patience with it because I just get so tired of sitting and fucking waiting on this kid, you know? Like, it's really bad when he doesn't have a phone and, you know, or any way to contact him. Excuse me, and then I just have to sit and wait and sit and wait. Like, look, I'll tell you this much. One time at a at a gas station, I sent the uh, the the cashier dude in after him because like I'm sat out there for almost an hour, and <clears throat> his, his his phone wasn't working or he whatever, and and he was like, well, he said it's going to be a while because he's you know doing doing da 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 da, and I was like, come on, and. I mean, I get it, I hate it that he does that, because I just am so worried that somebody's gonna say something, he's gonna get in trouble, or, you know, worse, they're gonna call the cops, or whatever, but at the same time, it's disrespectful as hell, I mean, I get it, he nods off all that shit, all that comes with an opioid addiction, I get it, but damn, like, (laughs) Don't get so messed up that you don't even know what time it is or how long somebody's been waiting on you. Like, you know, I mean, he just has no concept of time anymore at all. And I know it sounds like I'm really annoyed and irritated with him. And it's not really that. I'm just, I'm so sick of his addiction. Like, and I'm so pissed off at his addiction for taking my son away. You know, like, does that make sense? because that's essentially what's happening or what's happened what's been happening and you know one of the things they talk about in rehab is how you know once you get clean and sober and all that you know then it becomes it comes down to the lifestyle like you know I mean he's been homeless for, for three four years now and even when he gets clean, you know he's still. It's still going to take a lot. He's going to have to put in a lot of work to get, you know, back to being a contributing member of society. You know, with a place to live and a job and da 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 and all that stuff. But, I mean, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of people that in in rehab that talked about that they, you know, were addicted to the lifestyle. Even if they quit, they, you know, it's hard to, you know, they were either dealing or whatever, and and the money was was too easy and you know this that and the other but and that you know just the adrenaline and everything that goes with being you know the criminality of of the lifestyle and I mean I don't really get that I mean I kind of do but but not really because more than anything I tried to stay away from that very thing because I you know, had kids to raise, I had, you know, people looking to me and looking at me and watching, not really watching me, but, you know, I was, I was in my family doing things and, and, you know, just trying to stay off the radar of everyone. I never lost my kids. Um, but that doesn't mean that, that, you know, I don't know. I just, I just try to do things differently. I tried to make my life and their life as normal as I possibly could, In my mind, you know, without it it feeling like they had, they lived with an addict, you know, besides the mood swings and all that shit and the emotional stuff that goes with all that. I mean, you know, they always had food. They always had a roof over their head. You know, I didn't always have a car, but I mean, I could get them to school. They just, school was just two blocks from the house. So, but, you know, it's just a lot of things, but mostly I'm just, I'm just, I'm as angry at his addiction as I was at mine. Hey, y'all, this is Angela the blah, blah, blah. Um, oops, sorry. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about self-care and how many of you females or mothers don't do it? <laughs> I know I'm one. And even after my kids were grown or gone or whatever, or they required less maintenance for me, still didn't do it still found other people to take care of. Um now that I'm doing Mary Kay, which by the way, um today is December the 2nd. So if you order from something for Mary Kay from my website, you'll have a 20% off savings um through the website only till the end of the year. And that is marykay.com/angela1970 angela one nine seven zero. 9 0 Anyways, so I've been doing the skincare routine uh, twice a day, and you know, before that, I would have never taken the time. I mean, before that, i used soap and rubbing alcohol, not the 90%, the, the 70 or 50%, the mint green one, but that's how I've always cleaned my face my whole life, my whole life. I've wash my makeup off with soap you know the whole bit so this is really a a good lesson in self-care at least you know doing this just this one minor thing and um it makes me feel better throughout the day because I know that my face is getting the nourishment that it needs um so you know it's baby steps kind of thing with self-care um where I'm staying doesn't have a bathtub. If it did, then I'd be a bubble bath soaking fool because <laughs> that's what I like. And especially with all my aches and pains in my from my neck all the way down all the time. So um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, anyways, um, you know, and more self care I'm sure will be done whenever I'm in my own own space, own environment. You know, not that I can't do stuff here, but I don't know, it just it's just different. Um, I've always tried to take care of my lips because with chapstick or whatever because If I don't, I'm prone to fever blisters, or my teeth, my my lips will crack and bleed and everything else, and I hate that. It hurts. Um, But, you know, what kind of, I'm curious, what kind of skin, or what kind of um, self-care do you do, and how long have you done it, how long did it take to become a habit, and is it effective? Does it do what you think it is supposed to do? Does it meet your needs over time? Blah, blah, blah. So, um, another thing that I need to talk about is that I, my podcast has been played 700 times and it has not even been a year since I started it. So thank you. Thank you to everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your support. Um, I can take donations, um, there's a link on my Facebook page, on, on my page, and I believe on the, on the, on my podcast page, and my actual page, I'm thinking, um, but yeah, you can, you can support the podcast, which would be awesome, because I would like to upgrade, really, and, um, you can do that that way, uh, I do get paid to do this, but I get, every time you hear that ad, that, that plays at the beginning, I get a penny, a play, (laughs) so, yeah, Uh, when it says, oh, you can make $10, they don't mean $10 every time, it means $10, when you get that many, enough plays, uh, what is it, a million, or a thousand, I don't know, whatever the math is, I don't know how many pennies are in a thousand dollars, or in $10, but, it's probably a thousand, anyways, or a (laughs) hundred, whatever, y'all know I'm not good at math, so don't make me do it, I'm tired. (laughs) Um uh there's this week has been pretty rough. Um, one of my friends that I've talked about a couple of times, he um had a very, very horrible loss. Um, his mom passed away and he was the one who he found her. Um um the day before that, uh One of my uncle's very best friends, who's practically like an uncle to me because he's been around ever since, since before I was born, he also passed away and, um, those both broke my heart, but the one that really, really just ripped it to shreds was my amazing cousin. And I know y'all have heard me talk about her, the one who's blind, um, and her, she just got married July 15th to her best friend and you know, they've known each other forever and they were together for a few years, but they just got married, finally, and he's been, he has a lot of health stuff going on, he was on the kidney transplant list, so on and so forth, but he went to dialysis uh, that morning, and went into cardiac arrest, and passed away, and I'm just, I don't know how to help her, I don't know what to say to her. I just... I don't know. I just want to... I wish I could get down to Austin and just hold on to her and never let go. Because she's just so special. And he was just so special. That it just, you know... I mean, my faith is very, very strong. But there are times whenever I question, why? You know? Like, I don't get it. Like, they had their whole... They had so many plans and they were so happy. I mean, so happy. Like... That was what marriage is supposed to look like, you know, like they were just so close and they loved being with each other and they were both independent in their own right. You know, it just, I mean, so many, so many things. And, you know, um, on the practical side of that, uh, on the practical side of that or the other side or whatever, it's going to sound really probably callous, but You know she they they depended on each other i mean austin's not cheap and and you know without him there without his retirement and disability and all that you know she's going to struggle and i told her i was like well can't you get social security and she's like no you have to be married 10 years before you can even think about collecting any of that so there's that um i did not know that uh i thought you know hey you're you, you're married and something happens god forbid but so I'm not really sure what she's gonna do um, I know she doesn't want to leave Austin so I guess we're all gonna try to pull together and see what we can come up with but mostly I just I, my heart just cries for her I mean it's just so she's one of those people that never sees any bad in anyone she's always believes there's good in everyone you know somewhere and she's you know your biggest fan and supporter and she's just she's a hard worker she's brilliant and she's strong as hell I mean strong as hell but this one I think is gonna take is gonna gonna hit her hard for a while um forever probably so the night that Taylor died and I went to my aunt's house, she was there, actually, um, my cousin. And I was I went in there and laid in the bed, me and my dog, and um, I don't know what was happening. I don't remember. I know I was so tired. And she just came in there and she just laid with me and held me all night long, just, just held me all night long. And I finally got some sleep. And I just wish that I could do that for her now. I mean, uh, she used to tell me all the time, you know she would do anything to take that pain away from me, and now I would do anything to take it away from her. I mean, she was my first baby, <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm only two years maybe a little over two years older than her, two or three, anyways, not very many, and when she came home as soon as I could i mean i she was mine, you know. I taught her a lot of things. I taught her colors through textures. Um, She said I taught her a whole bunch of stuff. I just remember that I told her uh, corduroy is what brown feels like. I don't know why. That's just the one that always stuck with me. Corduroy is what brown feels like, you know. But, I mean, she's just, she's always been my hero because she, went to public schools, graduated high school, graduated from University of Texas in Austin, you know, I mean, she's just amazing she's just amazing, and this truly is a, a case of where, you know, bad, bad things happen to good people um, I just, you know, I don't know how to help her you would, and I'm sure you would think you pro- y'all are probably thinking, oh, with well, all the death that, or that have sur- has surrounded me my whole life, that I would know exactly what to say to someone when someone passes away, and I really don't. I have nothing. I don't know what to say to anyone in that in that situation. I mean, there's really nothing you can say, nothing, and that's why I wish I could just be down there with her, um, because whenever it's all said, when her mom and her son go back to come back to go back home or whatever and she's in that apartment all by herself it's just going to be so sad I don't worry about her doing anything to harm herself I never worry about that. her soul and her spirit are crushed her heart is broken and she's always had pretty strong faith and she's really mad at God and I don't blame her you know like I don't blame her at all i really don't i mean that's just part of it you know then and she's in shock because one minute she's fine talking like you know everything was fine and then the next minute she's losing it and i've never in my whole entire life i've never heard her cry the way that i've heard her cry and i just wish i could fix it let me just tell you about her husband he was just such a good dude i mean god he loved her loved her loved her loved her for so long he's loved her like half of his life I think and so they got married in their favorite Mexican food restaurant down the street from them and um two years ago whenever two almost three years ago whenever we moved we moved uh her and her son, her oldest son to Austin from Dallas me and Daniel um i had taylor's wedding dress and i'm not sure why why it was on hand or where it was or i i don't remember anything but except i don't even remember where i was staying so but anyways i had taylor's wedding dress that had never been worn and i tried to sell it but then i couldn't and i think i've told y'all this story before i gave her veil to one of her best friends and she wore it in her wedding but and i just told layla i just wanted layla to try it on and it fit her perfectly i mean like the dress was made for her and i told her i said at that time she was like oh i'm not getting married again i'm not getting married again blah 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 and i was like well just hold on to the dress if you do you know well then then a little bit a few months later they were getting to get married but she wasn't sure how they were going to do it anyways long story short they you know they got married at the at the restaurant and he was all decked out in his suit and and looking spiffy and she wore taylor's dress and it was so beautiful she looked so beautiful they were so happy and they just made a stunning couple you know it was just like i don't know i was just so proud that that she did that and you know, And that they both got to dress up. And I know that she's she was glad afterwards that she did. But I didn't even get to go to the wedding. I was supposed to go. But my car wasn't running at the time. And so there was no way for me to get there. And I wasn't working. And now I can't ever get that back. And, you know, that makes me think one of my life goals is to be in a fi- place financially to to be able to handle emergencies that come up and not, and for it not to cripple me financially, you know, like have a savings going and, and just basically be an adult, you know, and not live hand to mouth. I mean, I'm so tired of that hand to mouth thing. It's just, I know that I'm doing a lot better, but I don't know. I just, just for times like these and, and the wedding, you know, I would zip off if I could, I really would, because there are no words for me to express to her, you know, on the phone or in in a text message or anything, I just, I just want to hold her and let her just cry, you know, I don't know what else to say to her or about that, but... Um, My other friend Or my friend who found his mom He's doing better He's going to meetings And Trying to do Trying to um, Uphold the a, a Promise that he made to his mom So I've been checking on him and he's He's okay He's he's The best today that he has all week So that's a good sign But, you know, it's just, everything's a process, you have to trust the process, and and, uh, we as humans, we just have no patience for any of it, I mean, you know, but you have to remember that in biblical times, anyways, in biblical times, um, you know, people lived to be hundreds and hundreds of years old, they didn't have, they had babies at like a hundred and something, you know, they roamed the earth forty days, forty nights. So the the time, the time, uh, continuum or whatever, was different. Like it was just different back then, and which is crazy how how we humans now have no patience. You think that we should have the patience of Job because they, you know, our lifespan is so much so much shorter, and we do more probably. Well, maybe not roaming the earth, but. We do a lot in our time that we have, and so you would have thought that that down through the generations, patience would have been something that just would have been a total given, but I think we went the opposite way, which is crazy because we actually have less time, <laughs> you know, so whenever God does things in his time, you know, He has, there's no concept of time, I don't think, in heaven, and he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it and how he wants to do it and so on and so forth, but... It's just hard to be stuck in your fishbowl and, and want so many, want to have so many ways out of, you know, just your situation and stuff and not be able to do it at that moment. Not, or, you know, and it really, for me, the hardest part usually has been just where to start, you know, like, and so I've always just started, okay, start with a job. But, you know, or start with a car or, well, you probably need the job for you to get the car. But, you know what I'm saying? Just I've always had the same starting point pretty much with the job because I've always needed the money and, you know, go from there. Um. I don't know if I told you all last week that... uh that I only have to visit probation one more time on Tuesday and then I uh, I just have to wait out until January 23rd and I'm done. And then when that happens, I'm going to I'm going to apply for my certification, pre-certification or whatever to be a peer support counselor so that I can go to school or take the class which is about 40, 42 hours and then get certified and do it for real and get paid for it. <laughs> like while I'm while I'm in school or whatever, I can volunteer as long as I have that certification, um, really, the certification just makes it to where I can bill uh, Medicaid and Medicare, I think. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I could I could go ahead and be doing it as long as I take the school or take the classes or whatever. So, anyways, I mean, I'm doing it. I'm not putting it off. I'm I'll have to just wait for January 23rd, and then it's a wrap. I'm doing it, and you know. I'll have to figure out the job situation after that, but this is way more important to me than flowers. Don't get me wrong. I love, love, love my job, but I've always, I'm meant to do this. You know, like, this is something that I've always done for free, so I might as well get paid to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I would like to say that that they'll let me work up there part-time, but they probably won't. He probably won't, but it's fine. I'll figure it out. I've still got a couple months to go. Anyways, um... It's just been a really sad week, and I've been trying to play catch up from when I was sick. And so, sorry that I don't really have a whole lot to talk about uh, mentally, on the mental recovery or mental illness side or whatever. It's just a bunch of boring crap about my life. Um, but again, let me remind you that you can you can support the podcast. Um, I think it, it can do you can do a one time one-time donation, or you can have it repeated monthly, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, and also, you know, my Mary Kay side hustle, (laughs) it's going pretty good, but I need to start booking parties and I need to start signing people up and I need to start selling some more stuff. So, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out of my current situation and I really want to buy a house. When I do that, um, my dogs need a yard. I've never lived in an apartment and I just, I mean, I want to put my roots down and just be done. You know, I don't want to move around anymore. I hate moving around. I lived in two houses my whole life until my daughter died. And now I've moved every eight to 12 months, except for whenever I was with my last ex. And that was the longest that I've stayed anywhere since she died. And (laughs) So yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go, ready to get my own place and do my own thing. And everyone's like, oh, you have yard work? Oh, you have this? I don't care. I I, I don't care. I want to do all that. I mean, you know, like, I don't mind doing that. I really don't. I want a yard and I want a house and I don't want upstairs neighbors, downstairs neighbors, you know, thin walls. I don't, I don't want any of that. I want my own place. So that's the goal. Maybe I might have to lease it for a while, but I'll figure it out. I know that God's got a plan for me, and it's unfolding as we speak. So I'm not really worried about it. It'll happen when it happens, you know? Anyways, so that's pretty much all I need, All I want to talk about. Uh, I've been working or sick. and haven't really been out doing and shaking and moving, you know, <laughs> except for... Trying to get this Mary Kay stuff going, but I haven't even been able to do that because I've been working. So, anyways, I really, really appreciate you listening. I mean, oh, I was gonna give you my Mary Kay website. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> it's Mary slash Angela A N G E L A 1970. No spaces, capital first cap first A is capital, but I don't think that really matters. A N G E L A one nine seven zero and 20% savings when you order through my website till the end of the year. So, anyways, thank you so much for listening 700 times. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. I love you. Talk soon.